Here we are again on a momentous occasion. It's another episode, y'all. Number 23. We back. We back at it. We enjoying the year right now? Yeah. Oh, Think man. eventually we're going to run out of stuff. Yeah. We enjoying the year? No, no. Don't. Please don't say Jordan year. Fun fact. Jordan shoes. He didn't wear his own shoes. Yeah, we know. I mean, now that I say it out loud, it's not that fun. I mean, we already knew that. But you, uh, for all y'all out there that's buying the shoes, keep it up. Keep putting money in his pockets. Shame on Nike for not including him on the, you know, big board of executives. Yep. Never let the black man get a piece of the pie. And it, and you can what? only get crumbs. And it is Black History Month. It is February. It, it It is February. I guess in honor of February, maybe your honor, I, I don't know. I was little, uh, a little underwear, underwhelmed. <laughs> Did you say underwear? Underwear. I was underwhelmed by the Super Bowl. Okay. How how do you feel it went? Not not the outcome. We'll but, talk about that in a second. But just the whole, just the, whole ambiance of it? Yeah. It was a... It was okay. I mean, it to was, me, this is like one of the it more. It was. It was kind of blah. Yeah, it was whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like when I'm watching the game. I'm saying like, okay, like it is happening, but it's it's really whatever. Like unless you was a fan or, and I, not even a fan. Like unless you were a Mahomes fan, because nobody's really a fan of the Chiefs unless you're from. Around that area, what's that Midwest? Yeah, and what's that Midwest? Don't be like all of Texas. Office, yeah, no, the officer and chief president, that guy, uh, where he says uh, <laughs> the chiefs represented well for the state of Kansas. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, God, yeah. Well, that that was the thing when we when we were sitting with with our homeboy Rob. I I immediately started busting jokes. This was even before they you know started losing. I said, don't none of y'all know what Kansas City yet? The Kansas City Chiefs said. Yep. And somebody reluctantly blurted out Kansas. We was like. Oh, my. Yeah, that happened. That did happen. That happened. That happened. Down here where we live at now. That Texas. happened. Yeah. It happened in Texas. It happened in Texas. Think about the sneeze. Hold on. All right. <laughs> and as my Spanish and as my Spanish brethren and uh sistering, as they would say salute. As they would say salute in I Spanish. They did that with drinking. Yeah, but it means bless. I've only shout seen it done with drinking though. Shout, shout out to my Spanish brethren and Spanish sisters. Don't do that to me no more when I say <laughs> salute. Don't do that salute. to me. Salute. I'm like, where a shot at? No, you tripping. Salute, no. salute. No, no salute? No. no. I've only seen it drinking. See, salute. Okay. I've only seen it drinking. All right, well, it was Black well, History Month, so I was, you know. Yeah, I know. I know I'm saying Spanish stuff, so yeah. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's that you threw it in there. Yeah. Anyway, so to me, it was a little underwhelming. Yeah, it was. It, and I guess, it, I, guess, I guess it was underwhelming because nobody was shocked by the outcome. Either way, I don't think it would have been shocking, but well, nobody was shocked by this outcome. Well, depending on what team you're going for, it's, it's, it's think, not I that think. many. It's not that many people that was outside of like 49er faithful that was rooting for 
There, there wasn't rooting for San Francisco. Everybody else that I've seen so, was on Kansas City. Yeah, we know. Ding dong. Bandwagon. Yeah. D-Rod. I, I can't say the word on, on, on here. You said everything else. <laughs> but I, it to me, it, was un, it, it wasn't like I didn't have a dog in a fight. Like, yeah. I just truly didn't want them to win this year. It, yeah. it wasn't animosity. And it's just I didn't want to have them win. It's not a thing of like holding back legacy or whatever. Not that I wanted San Francisco to win because the question that remains is the one that we've been saying since the beginning of this year, which is that Jimmy G ain't the quarterback for them. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't want Kansas City to win. Like, you want to talk about the epitome of cocky and and arrogance to a certain extent? That's what the team was. And don't get me wrong, nobody likes that more than me, but – a lot of, for the same people that so say like their swag and their confidence, y'all the same people that get mad when you know you got Rich, Richard Sherman talking trash, talking right. about he the best corner. Yeah, but you don't mind Mahomes like ah oh, like all oh, this whenever no, who, he do something. Who, who's that? Who's the D the D line? I don't know what the dude name is, but I think he used to play with uh, with Seattle, and he would every game, especially in the playoffs. The besides Houston. When they were playing, when they played Tennessee, he was saying Derrick Henry ain't all that good. He averaged, and then when they just got through winning the Super Bowl, he was saying he was talking. He was talking trash after the game, like he wasn't saying nothing about San Francisco before, like he did against Tennessee. So, yeah, man, if you was looking at that game, and if you look at the stats of that game, San Francisco really should have won the game, especially when they was up. Uh, double digits in the fourth quarter and couldn't finish it out, which I blame Shanahan for that. But, you know, it, again, going back to it, I think this Super Bowl was just uh, – it was whatever, man, especially after what happened the week before. I mean, it just, it looked like Kansas City was supposed to win. Yeah. Like, everything they faced, not even in the season, but everything they faced in the offseason, the comebacks. Mm-hmm. The milestone comeback. The milestone comeback, right. It just looked as though, you know, nothing could stop them. And the only thing that we said could stop them was a good running game mixed with a good defense, which San Francisco was. Them being up by at least 10 in the fourth quarter. Why is Jimmy G throwing the ball? Nobody still has a clue. Like, the perfect recipe was what we've been saying all year. If they run the ball, can't nobody beat them. They ran the ball. They were up. Oh, Mahomes right. threw an interception. They, I think, had 160 yards they to they, that point. Right. If they would have kicked a field goal. And I told you, that's all they that, needed. That's all they needed. Goal. All they needed was a field goal. But, I mean, sir, some, sometimes we can say, we can look back and say, hey, they should have ran the ball more more in the fourth quarter. But when he threw that, when he threw the pick and then they kept marching down the field, all right, if they stop in the first down, second down, and you'll barely get maybe one, two, four yards out of those downs, and he's forced to throw the ball, he's going to have to throw the ball. They, they, as good as their offensive line was and as good as everybody blocks on that team, I don't think they would have gained enough for the first down. So, but. I'm listening to you. I'm, I'm just thinking about everything in that game. Commercials sucked. The outcome sucked for me. The outcome sucked. It was, yeah, it was, yeah underwhelming. The everything about this Super Bowl kind of. It was. Is it Miami? 
It was in Miami. No, no, I'm saying, is it because it was in Miami? Like, I don't think so. But guess who? Guess who else won the Super Bowl? The men, the men who saw Shakira and Jennifer Lopez at halftime won. We won, fellas. That did nothing for me either. It don't matter. It was still good to see two Latinas out there doing their thing. And I, with that, salute to you. Salute to you, Shakira, keeping that nice body. And salute to you, Jennifer Lopez, keeping that nice body, keeping the facial features, don't be doing speaking, everything. Don't be speaking for all men. Like, we were supposed to have Travis Scott supposedly turned up. That would have been turned up. Man, I want to see women. I'm the highest in the room. That's his song. I know, yeah. I know. You don't like his song? Yeah. Don't steal my words. Don't steal my, don't steal my, that, the Super Bowl, have, first of all, let, let's not play. You weren't paying that much attention to halftime. Yeah, I mean, I was. I saw it. I saw it. You saw it, but you weren't paying that much attention to it. Like, that didn't make a break. That didn't make it that much better. Yeah, I already knew what songs they was going to perform. Oh, no, I ain't talking about that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. It didn't do nothing. It was still good to see them do their thing. I'm still carrying from the block. (laughs) (laughs) It's trash. I'm still, I'm still. (laughs) Ain't it funny? I'm saying the halftime performance is trash. Yeah. It did nothing for me. It's I guess movie, the baby. biggest the biggest thing that I can take from it is the same thing that was said about the Rams. Yeah. The only thing that'll probably help the 49ers is that their defense is really, 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 really good. But the NFC West ain't easy. Ain't easy, man. The only thing the only thing that I can say is this. For all y'all who want to sit up here and talk about these coaches that's getting hired and they're supposed to be proclaimed geniuses, they're supposed to sit up there and lead you to the promised land and win. Mm-hmm. That's the nugget that's supposed to be at the end. You can make it to the promised land. Jim Harbaugh made it to the promised land. Andy Reid asked him. He did it a couple of times, too. But you got to win. Kyle, you, 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 you fumbled this one. I, gotta, I stuttered a little bit over there because... You truly lost this game. And the only thing I can say to you is this. You better get you a quarterback. We've been... Nah. <laughs> they signed Jimmy too much money. Okay, so... You go get a rookie. Around. You go get a rookie. You can't... You. Tom ain't... Tom not gonna go nowhere for less than whatever he want. And... They keep talking about San Diego and Tennessee. Well, Philip Rivers gonna do San Francisco. They not they not gonna they not gonna blame this on the quarterback. So Jimmy ain't got nothing to worry about as far as somebody coming in. Okay. Well, you just said they need a quarterback. No, no, I, I I know, but I'm saying they're not gonna go get a Tom Brady who's forty something years old. Like that's that's the that's the most interesting thing that I think is about to happen. So what? you about to see if Tom Brady can make it in another type system. Okay. With yeah, everybody can say, oh well. He does it with little to no help. That system is made for that, though. You don't have to have uh, Antonio Brown. It, it helps, but you don't have to have such a star caliber player. I just need you to be a point A, get you a couple extra yards, do your job. We might run it a little bit, a little razzle-dazzle. We're going to score, and we're going to go rely on whatever defensive scheme and if you do your job, that system is designed. So it's like we've seen it work. So 
people was like, oh, well, what is New England going to do? Ryan Mallett. I don't know if y'all remember who that is. He came in with Tom Brady was hurt. Jacoby Brissett came in when Tom Brady was hurt. And Garoppolo came in when Tom Brady was hurt. All of them were effective in their system. So New England is fine. Now it begs the question, you know, whoever they're going to get in, it's going to be a work in progress, but they'll be okay. It's it's going to be interesting what Tom Brady's going to do when he finally decides whether he's going to go back to New England with the $30 million I think they just offered, okay. or they're going to leave. I mean, or he gonna go somewhere else and see what system they gonna cook up for. All right, so back to back to that point. I, I'm pressing rewind on this. You said that San Francisco needs a quarterback. I think they. I think they need something different. So you. So you say may pick up somebody in the draft. I'm saying that that's an option. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Now, nah, if that's not an option, then who do they get? Nobody. I'm saying they're probably gonna stick with Jimmy. Okay. I'm saying they need. I'm saying they need another quarterback, even if it's for a competition. I don't know if Jimmy is the one, and yet again, this is still his first full year. Mm-hmm. Not to say he's a rookie, but this is his first full year with San Francisco. I don't think they're going out to get a Tom Brady, Drew Brees, nothing like that if they're available or Philip Rivers. They'll stick with what they had before, but if you go in the draft, you get a quarterback. Maybe you mold and groom him. On a rookie deal, it's different. Like they signed Jimmy, I forgot what the it was. I don't know if it was a hundred mil. It was, it was maybe forty some under a hundred mil. I think it was sixty something like that. But they signed him substantially. They got Emmanuel Sanders. Like they got a, a few people on you know some big money contracts. Mm-hmm. So the good thing they got Bosa rookie deal. They got a few other people rookie deals. When it comes time to take care of them, you got to have enough. Not to say if you go get a Tom Brady, Philip Rivers, or Drew Brees, like they'll be around 47 years old, you know, three, four years from now. But they already paid Jimmy, so they think he's the man. We both said, a lot of people have said, and a lot of people are right, even the Fairweather fans that are um, Oakland fans that cheer for San Francisco, even them, they know. What the problem is, solid run game, decent weapons outside, arguably the best tight end, mm-hmm. great offensive line, only one missing link of greatness, quote unquote, is the, All right. what you call it, so back, quarterback. So now that you're speaking about quarterback, I saw Dallas may franchise Dak Prescott. Saw that coming? Yeah, we saw that coming. And I've been telling everybody, going to give them – Send them all. It's only send them all away. That when it's free agency times, come come to the Saints. With that free agency, they, they franchise them. That's yeah. one more year right. going around. Right. Do so. Pretty much. Does this mean that he's going to be with Dallas long? Possibly. Is he going to be with them long term, or is it just the friend? You could, to me, a franchise tag basically means that we putting you on hold from anybody else. So somebody else, you know, after this can match whatever. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how that's how I see it. Most of them go. Somebody can match whatever. They can match it too. I don't know if anybody sees top dollar like Dak may want outside of Dallas. They should, but I don't know what they do. Right. I think Dallas don't really have a choice. Like if you go get another quarterback, which yeah, it's another rebuild. Yeah, it's yeah. another rebuild. You got to start back all over and, again. And don't let you be wrong right. if you go get somebody else. All right. And then he go walk somewhere else and win. And I, and I think we've all been critical of Dak. We've been critical of them in general. 
one thing I will say, and don't get me wrong, they forced him to throw a lot, lot, lot this year. That's why his numbers went up. But he proved himself in the most part. Yeah, number one offense in, in the game. Still can't. I still don't understand it. But they, it, whatever. It's, it, 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 is, it, it is what it is. But, yeah, number one offense. He had a great, you know, defense. touchdown, yeah. interception ratio, good defense, running game pretty good. They should have ran a little bit more, whatever. But he proved himself this year. I think he deserved money. Not no hometown discount, but some money. I don't know if they're going to give it to him, though. Right. Yeah. Like somebody will. If they don't. So, I mean, it is what it is. What a big thing for the NFL. Big thing for the NFL this upcoming offseason is the CBA. And that's where they agree to terms between the players, owners, and all those parties associated with it. The big agenda that they have going on is that 17 games is up on the table. I was watching yesterday, doing my little research. They are saying, there's people out there that are saying that 17 games isn't bad when you consider what they're getting on the, on, the, on the back Maybe. end of it. Yeah, okay. And I say to all those, especially if they haven't played football before or know anything about it, 16 games as a professional is already a lot. <laughs> it is. And didn't they just push it up to 16? Six, not six, too long ago? Nah, 16 had been back in the yeah. 1960s, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But, no, not 60s, maybe 70s. But they say, like, every, you know, so often that's when you see changes happening. Only thing about 17 games is, and I agree with the players, like, of course. at the beginning, the season, oh, sh- 17 games is great. By the time you get to 12, it's grueling. Right. That's where injuries happen, whatever. 16 is already a lot. It's, yeah, I agree. Then you get 17 plus if it's you make the playoffs. Too, right. It don't let you make the wild card. And don't let you make the wild card because now you have no wrist break, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. I just I find it funny how everybody is like, well, yeah, you should do 17 games because they dangling money in your face. Why, why, why everything got to be about, about money? money? No. What about my health? Hello. What, about, what about what about my family? Hello. What what about my brain? T is serious. Yeah. So what's what's gonna happen if if I retire at the age of thirty one? And a lot and, of people retiring earlier. Yeah. You know, oh, they retired. Luke Eagley. Everybody retired. What 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 about what about my health when when it's when it's football when playing football over with? Like what I'm gonna if I can't if. I can't focus and do and concentrate on do something else besides play football. Then what now? And don't don't tell me, hey, man, I I just remember you playing playing with the with the Saints or the Panthers or the Cardinals, and you used to tear it up. What you doing now, man? Trying to find some, trying to find some do like that does nothing. Playing, playing another game, adding another game to the schedule does nothing. It does nothing. It it, it helps the fans because they appreciate it. But as far as the product that's out on the field, which are the players, you're hurting, not helping. Well, that's the biggest thing I think that a lot of people are saying, especially the players. You want us to play another game, ownership. Mm-hmm. But you're not the product. At the end of the day, no matter what, you're trying to grease your pockets. Right. Hand over hand, money coming in, and yeah, you gonna give us a little piece of it. Like I said, at the end of the day, the players are the ones that get a piece of the pie. Just a little piece, but a little piece of it. At the end of the day, owners still get this. Yeah. 
Front office get this. If they, if, right. If the, if the owner's making billions, then players is making millions. No, no, it's millions, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's, it's you know, it'll go where everybody say richest contract, a hundred something million or right. whatever, hundred twenty million, and uh, what Russell Wilson was one forty something like that. Yeah. But it's millions versus billions. Like somebody go look up what Jerry World is making just off the Cowboys alone. We ain't gonna talk about the events that they have, yeah. right? So you own a whole facility that you can literally have, which they do events, football games. Uh, <laughs> Jerry World hosts the NCAA championship. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like you I mean, are making crazy. hand over hand over hand. Like, and you want another game. Another game. Don't get me wrong. I would like it if it was at a better price because all they're going to do is take away a, a break. I'm not, not a regular season. Pre, pre-season. Pre-game. Yeah, preseason game. They're going to take away that, add it on. And it's like, now you make it to where you have to play at least game two if you're a starter, a serious starter. At least game two a little bit. Mm-hmm. Game three, you play all the way. Hopefully, you don't get injured. Oh, by the way, guess what? The first game about to start now. Right. And I got 16 more after that. Yeah. yeah. Don't make any more. It don't make, it don't make sense. Like, they- Money hungry. Yeah, they money hungry. For, and for no reason. 16 is enough. If y'all can't make no money off of 16 games, then I don't know what to tell you. You need to talk to your managers, talk to your people, do some research or something else, but that ain't it. Playing one more game ain't going to do it for you. And then I guess it's, it's just going to start ringing bells when that, when that main product, say, say for instance, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because it's all about quarterbacks. Yeah. When they start getting hurt, then people going to start paying attention. So, Well, on to my fantastic find of a story. Man, talk about it, dog. Morris Berger, formerly of Grand Valley. Talk about it. Talk about it. He had to resign because when asked a question of of his top three historical figures, one of his historical figures figures was Adolf Hitler. My man had to retire because that one... (laughs) That was his. That was his answer, but that was his first answer. <laughs> Adolf Hitler mm-hmm. was this man's three historical figures. So I think have dinner with something like that, right? right? And when asked why, he said, and I quote: "It was obvious that he had very sad and very bad motives, but the way he was able to lead was second to none." <laughs> Oh. The way he was able to lead was second to none. Holocaust. Really? Killing killing millions and torturing millions, millions of people. Not only men, women, but children as well. Killing men, women, and children. And that's the first person you want to have dinner with, sir? Reparations. He had to He had to resign, but guess what? He's gonna get fired. He's gonna get fired. You, you, <laughs> anyway, you, you, can't. Uh, you know that. Hey, look, it's, we ain't getting the. It, it's been some stories coming out, but this right here so far in 2020, yeah, this got to be one of the dumbest ones. And then they say the school was accepting of a mutual agreement. Y'all was gonna <laughs> fire him, anyway. and he knew he's gonna get fired. The only thing he could do was resign and save face and not have this on his resume when he go in for another coaching job interview and say. Nobody knows about this unless you read <laughs> the paper. <laughs> and you want to know one of the, the best things uh, our parents taught us is 
think before you talk. Well, he did. And, and he common just, sense. And he, common sense. Oh, God, I was about to say, he thought, he thought that would have been, he, when he said it, he was he like, thought, but, but, but guess the way he lead, though. Yeah, like, yeah. that's what he said. Yeah, it's the way he was going about it, but it, it's a new day. If you would have said that back in the day, I you would have said that. If you would have said that. He no. said I mistakenly miscommunicated something <laughs> absurd. If you would have said that back in the day, man. How you mis how you mistakenly miscommunicated? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. Like oh. what what what, um, what type what type of time are you on, dude? Adolf Hitler, out of all the people, out of all the out of all the historical figures, out of all of the historical figures, Adolf Hitler was the was the first person that came to your mind? <laughs> In a poor effort to give an outside the box answer, I missed <laughs> outside the box. Uh, outside the box answer, <laughs> you idiot! Who you dog? I found this last week after we got done. I, I read it. I laughed. I laughed because I'm like, of course you had to resign. And the fact that you wanted to try to just, you mistakenly, no, that's how you really felt. Because you was like, he led. So you want to lead with this type of authority? If y'all can see me now, I'm doing air quotes. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is probably not going to get a good review, but I want to say Adolf Hitler. That's his outside the box answer, though. I know. No, I'm just saying, that was his outside but the know, box but, but he I want to know, I want to know how he's going to round out the list. I'm trying to figure out who else is on this list, too. Hey, I don't even want to think about who else on this list. Man. I do. I don't. No, indeed. Hey, man, dude, think before you speak and use common sense. Like, common sense would have told you no. And the worst part about it, you knew that when you said it, before he even said his name, you knew it was going to be some BS. What's my man over there? Kim Young do? Who? Yeah, Kim Young. Um. Who? Trump was on this list, too. Why Trump's on his list, man? Oh, okay, 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 okay. We done, we done, we done. Okay, you uh, you want to get into our Black History fact of the yeah, of the yeah. week? Yeah, I was about to say month, but I meant week. Not, not we do week. it weekly. Yeah, I was gonna say it. My week. bad. No, no, you good, dude? No, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. Well, I just want to give a big shout out to. Uh, this brother right here, uh, he goes by the name of Jonathan Halloway, and he is Rutgers' first black president in the school's 253-year history. So I definitely want to give a shout-out to him for uh, for being the first black president at Rutgers. And he is uh, 53 years old, even though he don't look like it. But definitely shout out to him for that. If y'all don't know, go check him out. So how did it make you feel when you read this as far as him being the first in the long history of Rutgers being established as a university? I was definitely appreciative of it. It seems that they're taking steps to, I guess, be progressive. And with the the new year, with, with everything that's going on right now, academic academically and athletically as well so them making this move to me just shows that they want to progress so i'm not i'm not too mad at that so a lot of people should go ahead and follow suit huh yeah 
I guess we can get in line uh, for your NBA All-Star snubs. Let's get to you, it. You, you got a list of people? I do. I think the main one was... Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. It, it was somebody else too, right? Bradley Beal and... Um, Jalen uh, Brown. Brown, there you go. And Devin Booker. That's who I think about, Devin Booker. So, as far as NBA is concerned, we have the All-Star Weekend quickly approaching. Big deal in recent events. Uh, Mamba passing away. A lot of tributes is going to happen. You got slam dunk contest, skill competition, whatever three, it may three be. Three-point three competition. But I guess the main thing that you can say, every year is always snubs going on, right? Mm-hmm. This year, I guess, is more significant than anything because, like I said, I didn't see everybody that was snubbed, but I saw that Devin Booker wasn't on the list of making it, yeah. and I said, "Wow!" So the Again. first, the, the first, the first thing that I saw when I woke up the very next morning when we was talking about this. I said, oh, okay, that go Devin Booker. Like, oh, he got snubbed again, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know he was shooting 50% from everything. I'm talking about twos, threes, yep. every 50% for everything. Yep. I don't think it's another player in this league doing it right now. 50% from threes, mid-range. I mean, obviously layups and dunks, but what a performance he having this year. And he gets snubbed. Again. Again. CP3 made it. I, and I was having this discussion with, with uh, someone I know. And I love CP3 by the way, but yeah. you should have made the All Stars. Yeah, and he, he, yeah, he he was just asking. So if you put Donovan, uh, I'm sorry, if you put there Devin you go. Book, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, if you put if you put Donovan Mitchell All Star, but if you put Devin Booker, like who who would you switch out? I was like either Chris Paul, or Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, but but I'm saying that's why I was saying Donovan Mitchell was oh, the they, other person we were yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would I was just saying like I was telling. I was telling him, I'm saying, he ain't made an all-star this team, and he been balling for, I know, for a good two or three years straight. Balling, He should have been made an all-star. Devin Book should have made an all-star. This Brandon Ingram first all-star appearance, Jason Tatum all-star appearance. Uh, one of the, My boy, even yeah. though you play for the wrong team. One of the, one of the, <laughs> one of the all-star snubs that I, I was – Definitely more shocked about was Bradley Beal, which he's averaging twenty eight point six points per game for the Washington Wizards. I'm surprised he did uh, he didn't make it. And of course, like I said, Devin Booker and Jalen Brown, those are definitely the surprise ones. They they've been holding down for their teams. So why do you think they were snow? Was it is it fan voting? Is it is it coaches voting? Is it seniority? Like what is it? Maybe both. I say it's fans. Um, Real, real fans know, but I mean, it's only so much you could you could vote however many times you want to, but it all comes down to a decision of, I guess, are you are you winning, and are you producing? If you're doing both, then you have a chance. But if you ain't doing neither, well, well, if you are doing one of the two, then yeah, I think a lot of it that had to do with you know, well, that had to do with snubs in general. Is one I guess just namesake, even though they're they're you know named superstars, and then just where you play. Like a lot of people don't catch Phoenix games mm-hmm. unless you have the ticket, NBA ticket, yeah. whatever you yeah. Unless you have the all access NBA pass, 
Washington, I guess, to a certain extent, too, unless you see them on ESPN. Like, unless you're a diehard, you don't know. So it's like you don't see Phoenix every time. You don't see Washington. You wouldn't have saw Milwaukee had Giannis not been there because they weren't on TV that much before then. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're, you know, superstars in their own right, but at the same time, they're not on TV. Yeah. Like regularly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Regular enough to people to know. Yeah, like right now, I think Orlando Magic and Boston Celtics are playing right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, last time I can remember Orlando being on TV on ESPN was when they played the Lakers, which was last month. So. But you got to play. You got to play a, a team of significance. So yeah, Boston, yeah. LA. I guess Miami. You, y'all about to say you could say New Orleans gonna be on TV even more now yeah, that Zion right, came right. back and exploded, which segue into the next topic. Mm. <laughs> so you have animosity with Zion, or fans say, of, I guess. Yeah, maybe deeming him you know, the, something the, that you don't think he is now. Yeah, I, me personally, I don't see it. What I, I see, what the hype about him is, I just don't see. You remember when LeBron came in and you saw the first the first ever game you saw glimpses of what he could do? No, we I, I think when LeBron first came in, whether you were aware or you weren't aware, and it may have taken you a few times to actually watch and appreciate it, you knew it was nothing like this that had came in since Kobe. Yeah, when he finally played, that's the thing. Like LeBron came in and he was immediately Yeah. Like Kobe kinda got worked in and then boom, they traded and now he playing. Yeah, but I know with Zion, which he's been doing good. He's been averaging double digits since he's been playing. But I see the I see the wide factor with his uh, explosive, his explosiveness, and his athleticism. But it's everything else. He's only six six, and he weighed. And I I just I just saw this too. Cameron Cameron Jordan is weighs two eighty seven. And I think he's 6'4", so 6'4", 287 for the Saints. Zion Williams is 6'6", yeah. 280 what? Like 280 and some change. Yeah, 280 and some change. I'm, I'm just saying, that's too heavy. But with the thing that I need Zion to show me is he can create his, his own shot, get that separation, and whether you go down here, which he don't have a problem doing that, but when it's five seconds on the clock, can you create your own shot? Get your shot off and make it. That's what I need. And I haven't seen that yet. I'm pretty sure I will. He's still young. He only he been playing what maybe ten games so far. Mm-hmm. So he he that's something he's gonna have to work on. And we'll see uh we'll see the improvement. I'm pretty sure we'll see the improvement. But everything else is just gonna have to he's gonna have to do something different. Lose a lot, lose some weight. I think I think I, I know what you're saying. I understand where you're going. I think the way you're thinking about it is that he's gonna be the cornerstone of the franchise, right? Mm. And I read something, not read something. I saw a headline come across my phone. And I was thinking about it, so it's funny it came like that. But it was saying Zion isn't the key for New Orleans taking the next step. Right. It's pieces around him. Right. So just like Giannis, before he's now got a semblance of a jump shot, mm-hmm. but before it was Giannis driving. You fools on the outside better make your shot, whether it's a mid-range or a three. Right. I think that's what they're going to try to do yeah. with him. I don't think he has to necessarily just be able to create. I think as long as he's being the freakish athlete that he is, as long as he's doing what he's doing, 
he's going to cause problems and concerns for teams he goes up against. Yeah. So the main thing that you do is make sure that he stays healthy, one. And then, two, you make sure that you have pieces around him. Like, they were having a decent year, but everybody was waiting on anticipation for him to get back to see how it would go. Mm-hmm. And to my recollection, they still kind of like losing. It's like maybe half and half since he's been yeah. back. But he been showing, yeah. But he been he been showing out. But that's the thing. No matter how much he shows out, you still not winning all the games. Yeah. So what does that lead to? At the end of the day, we got to sit up there and continue to build around right. you. Yeah. Like they got a massive amount of talent when the Lakers. Yeah. And th- now the thing about it is, is everybody on a trial by trial basis, like they were trying to get rid of Drew. They nobody came with the right amount of money right, right. or incentives. Uh, mm-hmm. So they, they wind up keeping, keeping them. them yeah. But that's gonna be something to look forward to in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And then all the other players too. Like, I don't think nobody's really on a long term contract. So now you have more mobility to move around and say, Well, Zion don't necessarily need this. Like Lonzo Ball fits perfectly because he can pass. Can pass. You don't necessarily need a Brandon Ingram who's gonna jack up, you know, 30, 40 shots. Who might make them, but you don't necessarily need that. You need a spot-up shooter versus somebody who's trying to create an iso ball because that's what Zion is. Like, if they're going to do – I can see them trying to mirror exactly what Milwaukee did with Giannis. Well, and I'll say this as well. I I think they – or I believe they do have a young – they have a young team, a young nucleus. Uh, they're a good coach with Alvin Gentry. They have Zion. They have Drew Holiday. They have Brandon Ingram. They have Alonzo Ball, J.J. Reddick, Frank Jackson, Jackson Hayes, all young guys besides Drew and, and J.J. Reddick. So I think they have everything that it takes. They're not thinking about the present right now. They're thinking about the future. And they, they're trying to get what Golden State and Oklahoma City had, back, especially OKC back in the day when they had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook on one team. And... They trying to build just like you said with Milwaukee with that they trying to have that same formula. Yeah, but I think everybody could But if they trying to replicate what OKC did back mm-hmm. when they had Harden, Durant, Westbrook, that was done through the draft. Right. Right. So you also have to have room for that too. Everybody that's on that team now ain't gonna make it. That's true. So the thing is, who are we trying to build it around? And Zion with all the hype around him. With him being somewhat of what people think he's supposed to be right now, and, and he's just gonna continue to grow, we building around him. What do he need around him? Shooters, because he's not a shooter himself. Now that bodes well if you can spot up JJ. Drew is one that needs the ball in his hand too, which is why they like let's get rid of him, see what kind of shooter we can get. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just look at it like at the end of the day. He continues to do what he's going to do. You don't necessarily have to have him with the ball in his hand as far as creating a shot. Athletic as he is, you just need that fool to be around the rim somewhere right now. Maybe in the future, like, maybe he don't have to necessarily have just a shot that everybody's scared of. Maybe he just got to be able to make it. But with that comes, if you're scared of me shooting the ball, now I can drive. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's one of those things where, you have to look at it, but the Pelicans most definitely are going to have to – they're going to make moves in order to make this work. He is the pinnacle of the franchise. Like, yeah, they lost AD, but guess what? They got Zion now, and they want him to be what AD was, and that's – you're going to fear the brow. You're going to fear this big swole. <laughs> this big swole dude. Yeah. 
So I read something this morning. It was kind of funny to me. So a school in California played the Lion King, and it was for a fundraiser, right? Mm-hmm. The school is being sued <laughs> by Disney. It doesn't seem like a lot of money. That's just me. Yeah. It's it's being sued for two hundred fifty dollars, and they <laughs> raised eight hundred for the fundraiser. But I guess the funds went somewhere else. It's a PTA. Yeah. So they're being sued because they didn't obtain permission to screen the movie. Follow me here. We're not talking about when you go get the DVD or you go purchase it or whatever and view it at your house yeah. or you go to the movie theater. And it's an agreement already with said movie company with copy, copyright laws or whatever saying they made this purchase. It belongs to them. They can show it in their home. Yeah. I guess the big deal is because you had a fundraiser and had money involved with it and you showed their movie and you didn't let them know to get their permission. Now you owe them $250. Now the big deal ain't that's the, the big deal ain't the two fifty right, mm-hmm. the big deal ain't the fundraiser, the big deal in terms of what the PTA is saying is that Disney is asking us to pay them two hundred fifty dollars, but their property taxes ain't been raised since the seventies and eighties. <laughs> I said, wow, how petty are both of y'all? Right. I err on the side of the school, of course, just me. Yeah, but I find it funny how they say. In the in the article, they were saying that that how you being Disney out here with petty lawyers finding out what we doing with y'all right. movies, and y'all have property taxes that ain't went up since the seventies, eighties. Like, why are y'all worried about little us? It's a movie to entertain everybody mm, and help. to make everybody kind of feel comfortable and to help. But y'all, but two hundred and fifty dollars. I read it this morning. I died. That's a shame, man. Oh, that, that's what you, like, when you funny. get too greedy, bro. When when it, when you get too greedy for your own good, like that's just something you gotta you gotta look in the mirror, man. I'm making millions and billions. No, oh, it's the elementary school. Yeah, elementary school. <laughs> I forgot about that part. And then didn't you tell me not too long ago that Disney with Lion King? The music. Oh yeah, I'm glad from, you said from, it. From, they got that from black people. Africa. From, they got it from people in Africa. And where they in money? The, and where, and where they the, money at? Oh no! So that went on. We're talking about. Wait, to take a look at that. Tell everybody what's the name of that when you, or where you where you saw. I'm it. Keep talking. I don't want to misquote it. I'm about to find it. Yeah. So he was just telling me, um, my co-host over here, my brother, you my brethren, my brethren. You gonna stop with my this. brethren? He was telling me not too long ago about he was looking at something, a documentary on Netflix about Disney and how they were stealing rights uh, from people in Africa and how they got some of the songs from Africa or pretty much all of the songs from Africa. And well, they, the whole concept of the movie came from Africa. Oh, I'm sorry. I, was, I apologize. The whole concept of The Lion King came from Africa. Oh, I ain't, I'm just saying like and the it, whole concept came from Africa. Like it's set in Africa. And it, yeah, it's set again, of course. But... They, if I'm not mistaken, you said they, these people have not yet got paid for none of it. Okay, so it's called Remastered the Lion's Share. So the song that everybody wants to know about, that, that the song that you want to know about going into this 
is it goes in the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lions tonight. So that's the song, right? That song was made in Africa. I don't want to misquote what his name is, but that song was made in Africa. By uh, it was it was done by a man, but he had a band as well, right? Mm-hmm. So he made this song. Some guy came, heard it, stole it, brought it back over to the United States. And he started sampling it. And the, re- and the way he got a hold of it was illegal, but back then it wasn't really nothing that's by bylaws keeping it from being illegal. Right. So the way he got it was illegal. I think he paid, you know, little chump change. The song wound up blowing up. Man get paid for it. It's brought under a shell company, which is basically illegal because it ain't really real. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Boom, 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 year over year over year. It's been remastered billions of times, basically. And Disney get a hold of it. And guess what happened? Disney puts it in the epic film, The Lion King. Which came out in, what, 94? When we was... When Rustin had a theater back in the day. Right. <laughs> by the dollar store. By the dollar store. <laughs> yeah, well, Walmart at right now. Yeah, where well, Walmart at right now. Neighborhood, Walmart Jr. Yeah. Disney got a hold of it, put that in there. Song blows up. It's one of the cornerstones of the movie. Everybody knows it uh, from 30 on up. Everybody ain't watched The Lion King. The kids kids now won't know the cartoon version unless they go watch Watch it. it, I won't say 30. Let's just say 20-something. 28. Yeah. You can say a little bit because everybody go back and watch the old Disney. So we'll say 22, something like that. Mm -hmm. Anybody younger won't know about that. They watch the new Lion King. That's what's yeah. etching their brain. Terrible job, by the way. That's neither here nor there. You watched that trash. I did. I had to watch it. I had to get an unbiased opinion of my own. Okay. It was trash. Well, anyway. I knew it would be. I, didn't, I never said it wouldn't be. <laughs> but anyway, the, the whole concept of this film is that the inception of this song came from an African man who died who beforehand never got his just due, and he had three surviving daughters, who they never got their just due. Because they're his family, they have certain rights to this too. All the while, the whole film is is telling the origin of how this song had transformed and came to be about what it was, and when you hear from the Genesis, mm-hmm. you hear everything about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear the originality of whole nine yards, and you're like, wow. Yet again... And what's that? What's that? What's that word we've been saying, or you started saying? Reparations. There we go. They still ain't got it. There we go. The whole concept of the movie is basically finding out about the origin. You finding out where it came from, how it's been transformed, how Disney took it, how Disney still haven't paid them. I think they gave them a little piece of whatever to where the surviving daughters wind up having to pay lawyers. Who should have took this case pro bono because it would have made you very much so uh, rich in your own right because now you can write your own ticket and say, hey, look what I can handle. Mm -hmm. But lawyers took money from what they got settled with, but it really wasn't all that they were supposed to get. Like, to be honest, the best thing that I saw after seeing this film, and I guess, you know, Big Brother always watches, so, you know, articles that pop up on your phone, it's the government. It's the government. The main thing that I wound up seeing on my phone days following after I watched this documentary was that I had to pause for a minute. (laughs) The main thing that I saw was that, let it go so I can get that out of there. 
Okay, the main thing that I saw was that a lot of people have talked about it, and we hear it when it comes to music. It's a big thing, mm-hmm. and it's on your own brand, on your own masters. masters. Right. The guy that played the smart guy, Marcus, the older brother. Yeah, which yeah, played Simba, Young Simba. He played Young Simba. Well, they tried to get him off. Right. With, with, with him. Yeah. Yeah, and they tried to get him with uh, two million. million. And and his mother, right. being as smart as she was, said, Well, you're gonna pay him two million, but what about the rest, the rest of, of his of life? Money, right. And so now I think he getting royalties. Yeah, he getting royalties from it. I think it's set up to where he getting a thousand or fifteen hundred every, every month for yeah, the rest of his life. life. Right. And it's just amazing that that deal is made nowadays, but think about like what could have been done yeah. for them back in the day. Right. But it wasn't no rules in place back then. Nobody knew about owning masters. Like to be honest, a lot of the stuff was illegal because it wasn't no rules of governing. Yeah. It wasn't no rules that can't well, I ain't I can't cuss. There ain't no rules to this. Sh- Thank you. Your <laughs> Reparations. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Did you have anything else you wanted to cover, my good brother? Oh, uh, let's see, man. Excuse me, I apologize. I ran through all mine. <laughs> I did. Like I did. I, I, it wasn't a short hey, list. It was just detailed. Well, uh, this one is for um, somebody with Delonte West. Now, I noticed maybe a few weeks ago, uh, he, he got to have some help, man. He getting beat on the side. He getting beat up on the side of the road. He getting is Smash. is he broke? I'm not sure. He may. I, he looked like he is. He look no no offense, but I ain't judging the book by his cover. But when I saw when he was getting beat up by a dude, man, he looked like it was. It looked bad. He so, looked like he had no money. So man, tell the backstory now. What's what's the backstory? Like I know he got beat up, but like was he somewhere he wasn't supposed to be? Was he at the gas? Like what, he was what on the street. They was on the street. It was on the street, like on I guess on a highway or whatever. Like it, it looked like it was in, out in the middle of nowhere, but I mean, from what I heard, it was two conflicting stories. One okay. was he was an innocent bystander. Another was he came up and ran up and he was tripping. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one is true. That's maybe man, they but, say he need help, but I'm I'm just that, that's why I was like, is he is he poor? Is he is he broke? Like. Is, is he what's going on? That's why I was like, I I, I never heard anything. I never yeah, looked into I, it. Yeah, I, all I saw was that that somebody was taping it, and I saw the little fifty second clip, and I was like, oh my, oh my god! But uh, Damian Lillard, first player in NBA history to average forty six points and ten assists over a six game span. Big shout out to Dame. Dame Dollar been uh he been doing his thing, man. Big shout out to him. I mean, shout out to him. No, and I'm not, I don't want to sound like no hater. I'm, shout out to him and your boy, Stat Machine, too, apparently, James Harden. Okay. I just feel like a lot of this, and you tell me if it's defense ain't really played to the intensity as it used to be played. So are stats like buffered now, in your opinion? I'm just asking. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't curious think, about I don't it. think, that's a, that's a good question. I don't think they are. But well, when, the, and when, I'm sorry. When I say buffered, I don't mean like oh they just buffing up stats. I think that is it a lack of defense and rules and is it because it's like a lot well, of teams if you're not scoring over 100, you ain't doing your due diligence because your opponent probably is. Yeah. And I, hey, you know what? We ain't talking about low hundreds. We talking about 120s. Well, I can say this: the the game has evolved, and I've been looking at a lot of these games and. 
I'm not going to say people now are not playing defense because they are, but some of those shots, all these guys be hitting, the, the scores, some of these shots they be hitting are contested shots. They are contested shots. And I, it's how the old saying goes, better offense, good defense, better offense. I don't. I mean, I, I I've seen it. I've watched, and I'm not saying it's not deep. I just, to me, it don't look like the same level that used to be played. Cause it's, bro, it's hunt. Everybody in the hunters now. Like, yeah, don't you remember? Players good, yeah. I'm not. They was good back then, but we talking about like minimum. Your team better be averaging 105, 110, mm-hmm. or else not only are you not in the game, you might be getting blown out at this point. Like, it's not many teams playing defense like Boston. Yeah. You know, I and I'm, I'm saying them because that's the first that's the first team I can think of. But I even even we go back to the early 2000s, like, where your Detroit's at? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a team out there. I'm, I'm saying Boston is close, but. That can just. Like, it, they, it ain't they, a they team win. that just dominates. You know what I'm they, saying? They, they win games. Based off their defense. Yeah, like everybody it's is scoring over. Yeah, like I feel like it's more offensive and that's fine. I, I know that's what the game didn't evolve to. It just, defense don't look like it's the priority no more though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes, they he averaging 46 a game, but like who really, and I ain't just talking about him, but like what they really doing, like the Jordan rule was made so he wouldn't overdo scoring. You know what I'm saying? Like he, somebody else going to beat us. And Dame's a focus. Like, I don't know. I've seen certain games where they got James Harden number, not just because he's shooting bad because they got double bodies on him and stuff yeah, like that. I've but he he's the one that makes an offense go. So if you do that and they still beating you, or at least you try versus that one man about to go off. Yeah. And everybody else going to have itty-bitty games. We getting beat, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, 46 and James Harden and – Russell Westbrook, when he was doing his thing, like, I don't know, to me, it just don't like defense is, is any it? priority nowadays in the game, which, I mean, offense sell ticket, I guess. It did. Yeah. It did. Violence used to sell tickets. <laughs> we'll go to a hockey game, man. Nah, I ain't oh, we got to do we ever talk about that? I'm pretty sure we did the Kansas Brawl, Kansas, Kansas State Brawl. Yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because. Cause I said, oh boy, with it, with it, with his, uh, him being yeah. suspended. Yeah. But yeah, we talked about this. Okay. I think that's it, though. All right, I think it is, man. All right, what's your what's your picks of the week? Only get. That's what the rule always been. Oh. What's your? You go first. I don't have mine. I don't never have mine. All right, and all right. Since you don't ever have yours, I don't. I'm going to go with Currency, first place, uh, with Trademark, the, the Skydiver, Young Roddy, and I'm going to go with Dom Kennedy. Wait, did you say bad. the name? Or something? First place. Oh, okay. Dom, and Dom Kennedy, too bad. And Gucci Man featuring Wiz Khalifa two times. What you got? I'll take it back. Way back. I don't know. Back Hold in on. the day you when I some... was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I still wish I was a kid again. I'm just going to keep it in the moment. <laughs> All right. We're going to go with Key Glock. 
cocky. Hey. And uh, Space Age Pimping by 8-Ball and MJG. Good one. Good one. First of all, let's just talk about that first verse. That's mine. I wrote that with him. Oh, even oh, though, snap, even boy, though y'all didn't, didn't, even though y'all didn't, even though y'all didn't know, I wrote that with him. With who? A ball and MJG. Okay, I didn't write the second verse per se, but I was in there like, yo, no, no, no. You, 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 you was in the stool with MJG. MJG. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say yeah, MJG. Madison Square Garden. Look at here. Um, yeah, I got told somebody at the job. Think I used to be a pimp back in my former life. Oh, really? I'm, I was telling stories. Yeah, right. What you? Oh, you shook your head like no. Whatever. Whatever. As usual, we thank you guys. Links will be in the bios. Music select. Music selections. Subscribe to Beyond the Bottom Line, so you ain't know that. Mm, beyond the bottom line. And like, listen, and share. Follow us on social media. BEO Sports Talk 51. Yep. And on Twitter. And on Twitter. Since you getting busy on that now? I'm about to get busy on that. All right. We're getting busy, busy. Any closing remarks? Uh, thank y'all for the listen, for the listenings. Uh, thank y'all for subscribing to the social media as well. We're coming out with some dope stuff. I just want to say thank y'all. Y'all stay blessed. Keep God first and stay positive. You did. Remember, anything you can do, I can do better. If you you believe it, you can achieve it. No, I didn't interrupt you with yours. You you want to die? No, yeah, if you let me finish. Remember, anything you can do, I can do better. That's what you tell all your haters. And on that note, we closing out, we closing out, we closing out, we closing out.